Hey everyone, Todd here along with Ronnie Healan, and tonight we're talking with Tyra Clark from Arkansas's X-Files. So dig this. She has a lot of things going on and uh, lots of good things coming up. So also, we got a little special guest here, and uh, yeah, this is somebody whose birthday is today, and also paranormal investigator. All that coming up and much more. All right, stay with us. All right. So joining us is Tyra Clark. Uh, how you doing, Tyra? I'm doing good. All right. Well, Thank you for asking. Well, what have you been up to? Um. Well, currently, I haven't done a whole lot of investigating. Um, it's just been so hot here in Arkansas. <laughs> I don't know about uh, everywhere, but it's it's been really hot. Um, but I do have a couple places coming up, so... That we're definitely going to get into. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah, it's been hot here, too. We are dying of heat. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. Well, tell us what you have going on. What Get us get us uh, up to date here, up to speed. Sure. Okay. So, um, you want to know a little bit about uh, myself and Arkansas X-Files? And then I'll tell you maybe what I got coming up or which way do you want to go that about it? That sounds good. Absolutely. However you want to do it. Okay. So I am Tyra Clark. I'm lead investigator of Arkansas X-Files, founded by myself in October of 2020. Okay. So we're fairly a new team, you know, in the paranormal field. But, uh, boy, since we've gotten started, it's just... It's been it's been like a roller coaster. We've had we've gotten so many opportunities. I just I feel very blessed. But um, in a nutshell, I had started. I'd actually started um, as an investigator in February of twenty twenty two on Facebook. They had an advertisement for um, a haunted house, a real haunted house in Arkansas, in Little Rock, Arkansas that you could go to and do a two-hour paranormal investigation. And I was so intrigued by that. So I've always been fascinated by the paranormal. Um, I've had so many experiences since I was a child. Um, I was one of those people who literally everybody that knows me, I would be watching the Travel Channel just about all day, every day when I could, you know, just trying to, I guess, see, you know, other people's experiences and if any of their experiences were like mine, you know? And so when I got this opportunity where, you know, I could actually go and do this, you know, I guess I kind of did it on my, my own time before I actually, you know, created Arkansas X-Files a little bit, not really knowing a whole lot, but, um, I was super excited. So I went to this event. It was called Haunted Hearts at the Fee House in Little Rock. And I didn't have any equipment, I didn't have any, anything. And they gave us a tour. And then he said, well, you guys can, you know, if you don't have any equipment, you know, maybe download like a, a voice recorder app on your phone. So I kind of paired up, teamed up with a, a gentleman that was there and we walked around the house and I, I felt like it just kind of came naturally to me, you know, asking the different questions. 
And then the next day, he sent those files over to me. So I'm sitting there and I'm reviewing them, listening to them. And I captured my first EVP. And that was just, that was it. You know, like I was hooked after that. And it didn't scare me. And EVPs are probably some of my most captured evidence that I have collected personally. Um, But, uh, you know, I tried to work with some other people, you know, joining up on a team and just didn't. You know, people have busy lives and it just didn't work out so well. So, you know, I said, why not? So that's when I created Arkansas X-Files. And the name kind of has something to do with, you know, obviously X-Files. I'm an X-Files baby <laughs> child. So. so so the X-Files, you, you like pretty much everything. You like UFOs, Bigfoot. Yes. Okay. And that was the other reasoning behind that. Because I, I wanted something that would be catchy, like, you know, that everybody could relate to. And the X-Files, like growing, you know, when I was a child, I mean, we, my sister and I, I remember when X-Files would come on, we'd, you know, cut the lights out and me and my sister would jump in mom's bed and we'd all watch X-Files together. But the thing about X-Files was it wasn't just one particular thing. It was so many things. So So it could have been spirits, it could have been cryptids, it could have been anything. And that's why Arkansas X-Files, because we not only investigate haunted locations, you know, places um haunted things spirits but i we also believe in um cryptids uh bigfoot you know any of the cryptids um also ufos aliens extraterrestrials however you want to put it um and so it didn't just stop it okay i'm experiencing things i think my house is haunted i seen bigfoot and i want you know somebody who could maybe help me out with this, you know, or I, I think I seen this flying saucer. I'm not sure this light in the sky. So we wanted to be able to not just cover the spirits, the hauntings, but we wanted to be able to help people with any kind of paranormal. I call it the paranormal umbrella. So yeah. So that's, that's kind of where I went with that. Yeah. Awesome. So you was talking about you had put a, an app on your phone and you um, you had somebody analyze your your audio. Yeah, well, they just recorded and I asked questions. It was just basically like a voice recorder app. So I'm just recording. We were recording. Um, he, he was holding that and then I would just we walk around. I would ask different questions that came to mind. And then and then when, like I said, he sent those files over to me the next day. It was actually, I guess, on his phone, but um, he sent those files to me the next day, and then I reviewed them, and I listened to them for the first time the next day, and that's when I captured the EVP. Interesting. Yeah. So what what is the, like, um, what's the most, like, haunted place that you've been at? Okay. Uh, so I've been, I have actually, in the couple years that we've been about, I've been to so many places, um, so I'm, I'm very blessed to say that because, um, and even outside of my state of Arkansas, I've been to Texas, I've been to Louisiana to investigate. Um, all of these places have really, really, I mean, here in Arkansas, like we have the Crescent hotel. That's one of my favorite ones here in, in Arkansas that we have actually investigated at. Um, but the scariest place would have to have been this is not my most favorite place. This is a tricky, tricky question because, you know, this can go several ways. I guess the <laughs> scariest place for me would have to have been the, the Old Park Hotel in Ballinger, Texas. Oh, nice. So yeah, w- uh, what's, what's the story on that? Do you yeah, know? what made that special? Yeah. 
I do. I do. So I didn't, I went in the first time I kind of blindly, I didn't want to know. I wanted to see what I picked up on, you know, during my walkthrough. Um, and, and that was actually very interesting because I've always felt, I feel like, first of all, that everybody has abilities to kind of fine tune and pay attention to these signs around us. But, um, this, the man, the gentleman that owned the old park hotel was like, okay, well, I won't tell you anything. He's like, I tell you what, let's just walk through you, you, whatever you feel, you start telling me. And so I started picking up on this. Uh, we went into this one particular room and I, I felt very sad. Um, like somebody was hurting me. And anyway, so he was just like, wow, he was kind of confirming what I was feeling. And, and I would actually go in the room and close my eyes and just like whatever visions came to my, my mind, I guess my third eye, I would just kind of say that. And, um, anyway, the story behind the old park hotel, it was a, um, it was a, it was cowboy lodging and also it was a brothel. Okay, so with the two, that was an interesting <laughs> mix of things to be happening there. Um, the brothel part of it was, I guess, probably um, where a lot of the this activity that they experienced to uh, today um, has come from. But they do have a spirit, a, uh, an apparition that's seen commonly there. The he looks like a cowboy, and he's actually heard um, upstairs. You can hear him walking around, and I can confirm this because when I got there. There was only three of us, and we were downstairs. We were actually at the bottom of the staircase, and before we even went upstairs, you could hear the click, click, click from the cowboy boots. Dang, so that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. That would get me so excited. <laughs> yeah. So I actually, and during my walkthrough, uh, I got called a not-so-great name that I did not appreciate. And, um, so I told the spirits about that later, but <laughs> that was just during my initial walkthrough. Um, also I made communication with the madam. I guess she would have been over the ladies at the brothel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she, uh, the story behind that is said to have that one of the ladies had fallen for one of the gentlemen that came to there, the brothel. Yeah. Uh, she even got pregnant by him. Okay. And because he was so like a, a dominant, a predominant male, you know, in the community, um, it was trying to be hidden. Okay. And so it was said that the madam had the lady and her child actually killed. Oh my God. And so this is hearsay. So, you know, as investigators, we got to find out. So yeah. I started asking her questions and I do not, one thing I do not like to do is provoke. I'm not Zach Vegans. Okay. No, I, <laughs> All right. Who is? <laughs> Put that out there. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> Um, but no, I always try to be very respectful when I'm investigating and just treat them like it's another person. Okay. But this particular one, I felt a little edgy with her. Like I wanted to, I was trying to get some stuff out of her. So I kind of, I guess you could say provoked her a little bit. I was like, okay, so, you know, so who's in charge now, if you're not in charge, something of that nature. Okay. And she basically came through and told, asked me, did I want to trade places? <laughs> yeah. Um, another creepy, creepy thing. So you guys know Slappy from Goosebumps, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I was Slappy so the for Halloween one year. <laughs> yeah. So the, the doll, he's very popular. And um, they, and something about all, all these different locations that have creepy dolls, which most of them do, um, he's always there. 
He's always there, and I feel like he's following me around, okay? Because at the old uh, old park hotel, they have a doll room, and they the doll Slappy was there. He was sitting in a rocking chair, and I called him. I wasn't realizing it, but I was calling him Sloppy. Okay, I was not doing it intentionally, <laughs> but I do not think that he liked that. Okay, <laughs> because he was sitting in the rocking chair with his his legs crossed and his feet pointed forwards. And then we stayed up till about five o'clock in the morning, just myself and another investigator. And then we went and laid down all night. I kept waking up. I felt like every hour on the hour, my eyes would just pop wide open and I would look around and I wouldn't see anything. Yes, we're actually on it. So give me just one minute. <laughs> anyway, I would, I would look around and I wouldn't see anything. I said, Tyra, you know, I give myself a pep talk. Uh, you know, just go back to sleep. It's fine. Well, the next day we, I went into, we, we were going down the hall and we went to that toy room and now Slappy is, he's leaning, leaning over, his legs are still crossed, but his feet are contorted backwards. So hmm. long story short, I feel like he's the one who was creeping on me in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you can't trust that Slappy. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> That's for sure. So. Um, we, I had some, we had some other really weird experiences there. I mean, it was so many, uh, it, it was one of the most active places that I've ever been to. And just as far as like creepy and, and I don't typically get scared at haunted locations. Um, but something didn't feel right at that one. So that one was probably the scariest for me personally. Yeah. Yeah. That was so. me too, especially yeah, the, the madam and wanting to trade places. I'm yeah. Like, that's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> especially, if that was, yeah that, especially if it was a male in there and she was right? like, let's trade places. <laughs> yeah. Be like, forget yeah. it. Don't threaten me I'm with that <laughs> Yeah. So I, uh, but yeah, they're, uh, and they actually have really, really tall ceiling. Um, and on the walls at the top by the ceiling, they had little handprints. I mean, I don't know that, you know, maybe they had a, a really tall ladder and they let a little kid, you know, do that across the ceiling. But that that showed up. I think the, the owner said like a week before we got there. So wait, 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 wait. What was, what was it? Um, they were little, like, looked like children handprints. So the, the walls were about, oh, I'm not good with the measurements. Um, I want to say at least 10 foot or taller. Okay. And, and at the very top of them by the ceiling. There was little handprints going all the way across. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I had found also during my investigation, there was a door leaned um, against the wall in one of the rooms and there was a handprint and it was, I had to sit there. I was like the, the guy that was the investigator that was with me. I said, Hey, you got to check this out. Just record me. So I it literally had to stand with my back to it because, you know, maybe somebody was in there and put their hand on there. But you would have to like oddly contort your hand to even be able to make that handprint. And it would have been uncomfortable. And it was just one handprint. So I couldn't figure out why somebody would do that, you know. Um, and the owner always does a walkthrough before any, um, you know, after an investigation, any new investigators come in. He always does a walkthrough to make sure that nothing's, you know, went, went wrong or changed. Or, um, and so he makes notes of things. So that was, that was crazy. Yeah. Um, we cap, we captured on the SLS camera, a little, um, it looked like a child spirit. 
that was next to me in the toy room. And I can, I communicate with it. I went to, um, I, you know, I asked, would it be okay if I, you know, kneeled down and had, you know, talked to him. So I'd be on its level. And, and I was, it was sitting there and I was asking it questions. And then my, my, the other investigator said, put your hand out. And as soon as I put my hand out, it disappeared. So that was crazy. Yeah. Now the, the place that you, the place that you was just talking about, what it's in Texas, right? Yes. And, and how, what, how old is it? Oh, this, the, it was in the early 1800s okay. when it was, when it was first cowboy lodging and then, uh, um, and then it became the brothel. Okay. And then the hotel afterwards. All right. Yeah. I wonder where the child spirits came from. Had to be the hotel. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, the hotel, I'm sure, or it could have been, well, like I said, uh, the, the legend or story that the supposedly about the, the lady of, at the brothel that got killed and her child. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, so I don't know. the story goes that she was actually allowed to have the child. and She did, but and she kept the child there, supposedly, and then the madam, you know, the, the gentleman that she had the, the child with, was like I can't let anybody know this, and so they had supposedly worked a deal with the madam. He did wow. for them to be taken taken out, wow. basically. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas is a crazy. I mean, Arkansas we have a lot of, but whew, Texas and Mineral Wells, uh, the Haunted Hill House is another really crazy one too. Did you go so, there to the Haunted Hill? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. I have been there. Tell us um, about that. Yeah. So they have um, one of their main entities there. It's supposed to be Toby. His name's Toby, and he's supposed to be like a demonic spirit there. There, so I was. That was the first place um, that I went to because I don't. I went to this field as a Christian, and I know lots of people have you know lots of different views and stuff. But um, you know that's what I went into it with that mentality. And so this was the first place location that, that I knew had known demonic activity in it. And it made me a little nervous, you know, going into it. But, you know, I got there and and I didn't um, get to investigate very long. It was actually a book signing that I was there for. But I did get to investigate just a little bit. Um, but they they were um, doing like uh, legal booze and stuff like that. And I think it might have been like a brothel. So type of thing, like a smaller one. Um, but they there was one of the this gentleman had got his niece pregnant and they had a child and the child was deformed and they kept him in this one room, um, for a while, but he ended up, I think being hung outside on the property. Oh my God. Yeah. So there's been all kinds of, uh, they have underground tunnels. Um, they have another, there's a, like a hotel across the road that they used to do illegal gambling and, um, selling, you know, booze and stuff like that. And yeah. it just wasn't a, it wasn't known to be a very good place, but yeah, it's got a lot of activity too. People have been scratched, pushed. They have documented, uh, they, cause they have cameras all throughout Haunted Hill House. And so when people come, you know, they can actually document what is happening to, to them when yeah. they're there. Hey, well, that's and cool. I like that. And yeah. you can review that too, as an investigator. Oh, hey, well, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Now, do you? You was talking about a, a doll room. Do Do you have haunted dolls? <laughs> I do. Oh, do you? Uh, yes, I do. I was actually kind of. I want to say skeptical. Skept, 
skeptical about the the doll, you know, like haunted objects and could things be haunted. And I was on Facebook Marketplace and I seen this lady was supposedly selling these haunted dolls. And each doll had its own set of activity that come along with the doll. And so I I was interested in this female doll, which was her name was Mackenzie. And I got to reading a little bit more about Mackenzie and the things that supposedly came along with Mackenzie. And it said she gets well, gets along well with other spirit dolls. And I, then uh, there was another doll there and his name was Landon. And same thing with Landon. He gets along well with other spirit dolls. Well, come to find out those two dolls came from the same place. An investigator of 25 years that lived next to a cemetery. And he felt like, something had attached from the cemetery to these dolls. And so I was like, well, I can't just get one. So I got both of them. <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> that's creepy. Yeah. So I got, <laughs> yes, I do have them. So what, what, what do you keep not, them? This is funny that you ask because I do, I actually keep them in my room. <laughs> oh my I didn't goodness. need to. I had a, a little building behind my house. <laughs> Are you married? That I, that I kept them in my <laughs> No, I'm not married. I was going to say, um, how does your husband feel about that? But yeah, right. <laughs> um, no, I'm not married, but I am. I'm actually out of town right now, and my daughter stayed in my room last night. She called me at three o'clock in the morning. She said, "Mom, I hear scratching, and it sounds like it's coming from your dolls." So, oh, my oh wow! <laughs> yeah. I do sleep on the couch. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, they so they do. They do produce uh, different types of activity. Um, but I feel like at this point, you know, when I first got them, of course, the very first night that I got them, I had them out in my building behind the house. And it was a pretty nice day. I did not know it was going to storm or anything at all. So I left the windows open in my building. Mm-hmm. And and then I was like, I was asleep in the house about one o'clock in the morning, thunder, lightning. And here comes the rain just pouring down. And I remember sitting up and thinking, Oh no, my dolls are out there and I've left the windows open, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I was like, all right, Tyra, go out there and shut the windows. (laughs) I just, I could not bring myself to do it until daylight because it was just, uh, what's the odds of that? It was this crazy storm that came through. I didn't know anything about a storm coming. And then, you know, so I, I, I'm a soldier too. I'm a veteran. And I, you know, have sometimes I'm like, come on, you just suck it up, you know, but I couldn't bring myself to do that. I had to wait till daylight. But one of the creepiest things, the first things that they did, um, I actually have a mel meter. And uh, if you're familiar with the mel meter, it will take EMF readings, okay, digital readings. Mm-hmm. And so you see on TV all the time, you'll see they get like a, a, a 4.0 or 7.8, something of that nature, and they're getting all excited. Mackenzie and Landon set my mail meter went off to a hundred and it's documented on Arkansas X-Files. I took a picture a hundred and four or something point something. Okay. So they skyrocketed that. Yes, they did. Um, Yes, they did. Lots of energy come from them dolls. That's right. And, um, they, when I first got them, my son and his girlfriend had come over. They said, Hey mom, you know, I want to go out there and, and see the dolls and meet them. I said, okay, let's go, you know. So I took him out there. And the funny thing is the doll, Landon, the boy doll, he's got this real kind of like dirty blonde hair and really beautiful blue eyes. And so does my son. 
And so I said, <laughs> I said, look, I said, Ethan, you and uh, Landon could be brothers. Well, later on that day, I went out there and I was doing an EVP session and I had an EVP come through and said, I'm not your kid. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <Okay>. And so <laughs> this is the thing that I try to, when I'm investigating with other people, I know. And you, everybody that hears that first off, even myself, I was like, ooh, that's a little, that sounds a little scary, right? Right. <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? But then when I thought about it, earlier that day, I had compared him to my son. And I was like, maybe that's what he's saying. Like, I'm not your kid, you yeah, know? I'm not your kid. And that's how Stop I think of an investigator. Me. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so that's what I did. So I went out there and you know what? Um, people call me crazy. It's fine. I had to talk with my dolls and I told them, you know, look, I'm not trying to be your mom. I'm not trying to keep you here attached to any vessel, any, anything. I'm just merely a caretaker to make sure that, that, you know, that you're safe and that you're taken care of. And ever since then, I think they've been okay with me until I brought them in the house. <laughs> yeah. Now they want to scare your kids while you're out of town. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I mean, we've had, um, we have uh, several people that live in our house. And, and even here recently, we've had a lot of, um, well, I haven't personally myself, but other family members have seen things, seen uh, like a little girl. Um, and, so that's that's interesting. Yeah. And um, I might have to end up moving them or they're actually in a case now. Um, or I, I believe in doing cleansings and blessings and whatnot. And I think that sometimes you might even have to do additional ones. So it's been a while since I've done that. So, you know, I'm thinking that's probably what I need to do. Yeah. You have to do that kind of on a regular basis, really. Right. Yeah. So so what you got coming up in the future here? Any fun okay. activities, events? Um, well, so there's this place in Arkansas. <laughs> and um, they, so it's uh, the Arkansas Tuberculosis Hospital. Um, it is in Boonville, Arkansas. Now, this is, it's been around for a long time, but it's abandoned now. Um, but they just now started letting investigators go in there and actually investigate um, very interesting enough, it has tunnels below it, and it also has an active mental institution on the property. Oh, wow. So that's, yeah, so that's a big one. Um, we're gonna, I'm going to try to get together, um, you know, a, a group to so we can go in, because I think we'll have it from like 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. Yeah. In the morning. I'm definitely go in the tunnels. Do it. Uh, I know. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> There's another place, and I should have wrote this down. It's in Arkansas. It's called the Beard and Lady Inn. And this, I found out, is they advertise it as a haunted bed and breakfast, but it was once a brothel. And it was uh, actually a very um, high-class brothel, okay, back in its time. Uh, for, like, presidents <laughs> and, so, and whatnot. <laughs> right? Well, they had a strip of the brothels. And this this particular brothel, where the other brothels only charged a dollar a night per lady, this one charged three dollars per night for the ladies. Ooh, high dollar, high, <laughs> high dollar, dollar right there. <laughs> yeah, so they were not allowed to come downstairs unless they were fully decked out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know as far as um, any any happenings 
when the brothel, uh, well, what did happen was, that was strange, was there was a huge fire that came through. And literally every brothel around them burnt up. And when it got to that brothel, the wind shifted and it did not catch on fire. Oh, wow. That's Um, crazy. Yes. Or suspicious. (laughs) Or suspicious, right? Yeah. And then, yeah. They were making all of the money then. They probably charged four <laughs> <Right>. or five dollars. <laughs> $5 to make you hot up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so then I know um, after that, it became the a bed and breakfast. And there was a gentleman. So there's been all kinds of um, experiences by people that have stayed there um, hearing uh, footsteps. Um, feeling the presence, a male presence there. There was on the third floor of this place, there was a gentleman that had passed away on the balcony. It was in during the winter season. And I don't know if he was an alcoholic and he just fell asleep out there and hypothermia, whatever, but he passed away. And so he's a common, he's a commonly spotted apparition at this place. Cool. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys got it because I kind of sent that right before the show. But I had I'd sent you a copy of the AY magazine that we were featured in um, Arkansas X Files uh, last October. So that's one of the biggest magazines here in Arkansas, and um, they they wrote up and we had four pages in the AY magazine. But they actually had one of the editors that was the journalist that had contacted me. This is after that. It was not too long ago, and she's wanting to do um, an investigation with us. And oh, I said, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, that would be fun. So I was thinking, yeah, the beard and lady, the, the bed and breakfast, the haunted bed and breakfast would be really good for them to go with us. Yeah. Because we could actually stay the night, you know, have our own spot. And then we could, it's obviously, it's advertised as a haunted location, so they, I'm sure they would be okay with us investigating. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fun. Heck yeah. yeah. And so, aren't we supposed to be talking to a young one? Aren't we doing a... Yeah. Aren't we going to so be talking to your son or... <laughs> um, no, well, he's not my son. This is... <laughs> well, hold on. He's not my son. He's my friend's son. Okay. And, um, yeah. Well, well tell also, us a little bit, like, like what, what got him into this? <laughs> yeah, so he's actually, guys, he's... He's a young one. He's a younger one um, that has, I've had several um, kids, teenagers investigate with me. I used to lead tours at the fee house. Um, but this, he, I met Remington is his name, Remington. We call him Remy. Remy. Um, yeah. He turned seven today, guys. So he's one of my younger happy ones. Birthday, oh, wow. Happy Remy. birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So, I got a Nintendo for my birthday. Ooh, awesome. And I got awesome. <laughs> Yay! Did he say we're Fortnite? <laughs> yep, Fortnite. <laughs> I was just playing Fortnite. <laughs> Sadly, I had the battle pass, but now I'm a default. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. He's good. So, um, so okay. So, yeah. Actually, I met them through uh, one of my residential cases, um, and his mother and I became friends. And they actually live, and I don't know if you guys have ever heard this. this is one of the most. Uh, Known paranormal spots in Arkansas, but in Gurdon, Arkansas, the Gurdon Lights. Okay, yeah, I heard of it. Okay, so, uh, so yeah, I've investigated the Gurdon Lights. Oh wow! wow. Did you have yeah. a good time? 
I saw a scary sign. Ooh. The guy got killed. Oh, wow. The guy got killed by a guy. Yeah. And the guy got electrocuted for his crime. Yeah, he did. That's what was on the sign. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that, that was interesting. Um, yeah, he's a, so he, okay, so we kind of talked about some things that maybe you guys would want to know. Okay. Um, before we got him on here, because he said he was a little nervous, but I think he's got this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got okay. this, Remy. You're a big boy today. <laughs> I get nervous, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he I has me here. Be, I thought I was going to be on camera, and I'm camera shy. <laughs> I don't know. We don't like to be on camera. Yeah, we're camera shy, too. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we thought we thought of a couple things that I could ask him, and he could answer for you guys. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, go ahead. So. So, Remy, uh, if you could investigate anywhere, where would you investigate? Dracula's Castle in Pennsylvania. Uh, Transylvania. Transylvania. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go there, too. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Do you like vampires, Remy? Um, no. No? Okay. <laughs> Just the castle. Just the castle. <laughs> Just the castle. Okay. Yeah. So, um, okay, so what is... What is one of your favorite pieces of uh, paranormal equipment that I've shown you that you got to use? Spirit box. Yeah. Oh, awesome. We like the spirit box, too. Yeah, it's fun. (laughs) And as a junior investigator, what is one thing that I taught you to safely investigate? What do you do? To not be scared. Okay. And if we're doing an EVP session, what should we do? Talk to the spirits. Ask them questions. Yeah, and then give them time. You give them time to respond? And then we give them time to respond. That's right. Awesome. And we be respectful. Yes. yes. Respectful. Very respectful, yes. And before we leave an investigation, what do we do? We let them know. Don't come to our house. Don't attach to us. You're not welcome. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Say goodbye. Yeah. Because if they say they're a good spirit, they might be tricking us. Yes. But we have a good spirit here. And its name is Sarah. Sarah Clark. Are you related to the (laughs) clock? So, yeah. So, this is one of our, uh, like I said, our youngest investigators. And he's done really awesome. Um, We did investigate the Gurdon Lights and... That was really, we didn't actually see the light because we went during the day, but we did have something very interesting that came out of the spirit box that we, why did we leave? Do you remember why we left? Because it's a weird thing. What did it say? Run. Run. It told us to run. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> two I times. Ran. Not once, but two times. Yeah. It's time to go. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Well, I think he's about done. Thank you, Remy. T- tell us more about Thank the. You. You're Thank more you. than welcome and happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. <laughs> Enjoy your game. <laughs> yeah. Now, now tell us a little more about the lights for for people that listen and and they they don't know what that is. Okay, so the garden lights. Um, this was actually on Arkansas X Files list before uh, you know our residential uh, case had reached out to us. Um, cause I actually live in central Arkansas, so it's about almost two hours away from where I live, but, um, it is, it is very well known around it's, uh, the Gurdon lights has uh, dated back to the 1930s 
And the story behind it is there was a railroad worker, okay, and his boss, his foreman, had got into an argument. And the railroad worker had grabbed what they called a maul, and he hit his foreman in the head four times. And the foreman passed away. Wow. So this is supposedly this light, this phenomenon, which has gone on for since the nineteen the 1930s, the early 1930s, this light has been seen. So there, where you can go here in Gurdon, they have a couple different spots. I think the main spot is where most people that um, come to see the lights, they go. They actually have like a little parking area. They have a sign, the sign that, that Remy was telling you about. That's got a little bit of the information. And then it's got this, I guess, a trail that goes through the woods where the railroad tracks used to be, but they're no longer. Um, and so people, since the early 1930s, right after that happened, that incident, um, they have seen this ball of light. And it can be different colors. It can be a bright light, a green light. Um, it, can, it can come right up to you. They tried to debunk it for, you know, swamp gas. Um, that, so that was debunked because it happens even on windy days. Um, they said they tried to say it was the interstate, lights from the interstate, which is a common reason to see like a light apparition mm-hmm. thing. And this, so this was before the interstate came through there. So that was debunked as well. So it was actually, actually on, uh, featured on Mysteries at the Museum, a couple of different shows about the Gurdon lights. And so it's just a phenomenon and nobody can figure out where this light source is coming from. Hmm. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's definitely interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna look into that. <laughs> yeah. Now uh, about about this uh, this young investigator here. Yes. And, and I just want to I just want to clarify this because it's such a mixed bag when it comes to to kids and paranormal investigations. Me, yeah. I th- me, I th- I think that it is it's a great thing. It teaches it teaches that you don't not everything is evil and demonic. Right. And, that's right, and 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 that's what that's one of the biggest things. And I know religion plays a huge part in this, but it doesn't have to be that way. But people no. make it that way, right? So, do you? What do you think moving forward? Do you do you think there's going to be more and more kids that? Uh, get with their parents and their parents are their mentors and they go out and they do their uh, investigations and learn the the right techniques and things like that. Yes. Yes. I actually, um, I do. I'm very big about this too, because um, like I said, mentioned before I had, I started doing tours at the fee house and I would have people come in and go through my tours and I would tell them the history and then they would actually get to investigate with me using my equipment. Now I've had all types of people come through, um, and and children. And that's when, and they would ask, you know, what do you think about this? Well, as long as they're okay with it, they're curious. So let me teach them. Let me help you teach them the safe way to investigate. Exactly. And so that they can feel safer in these situations and not think that everything's demonic or, you know, evil. Yeah. 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 Or because- that, they're even, oh, that they're crazy. That was a good point my friend just made. Because, you know, when I, I actually, I told you guys, I've been experiencing things since I was a, a child. And in my early teens, really terrifying things. 
and back then, so I'm, I'm about to be 40 next month, but <laughs> when I was younger, you know, um, the paranormal in general, and especially living in Arkansas and the Bible Belt, it was something that, you know, you didn't talk about. Exactly. So it's like a taboo, you yeah. know, and, but now, now we, I am so grateful that, you know, we have all these shows on TV and stuff, although some of them are a little out there, you know, yes, but they are. At least it's people are being able to tell their stories. People are being more acceptable, acceptable of what's happening in the paranormal realm. And, um, and so, yeah, it's, you know, where before I said, my name is Tyra Clark and I'm a paranormal investigator. You know, people might have looked at me crazy, but it's really not like that nowadays. Nope. And so, yeah. I, I didn't have much problem even back in the day. I've been doing this 25 years and it's, it's you know, yeah. I, I think that. Maybe it's different in the South because, you know, I got, I got a lot of what she got. You know, yeah. I thought I was crazy yeah, and thought I was going to go to hell and like, no, you're not seeing this. That's possible. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. don't, I don't know. I don't, you know, <laughs> I guess it's different everywhere, I guess. Yeah. Well, and you got to think, too, about the children, going back to the children, um, you know, just like, so as an investigator, I'm sure you realize like there's certain things that trigger spirit activity and uh, children are one of them. Just mm-hmm. like animals. Right. Okay, dogs, cats. Um, they can sense these things because the children, they haven't gone through, you know, all this adult craziness. And yes, it hasn't them. been beat out of them. They haven't been desensitized. There you yeah, go. And so, so they're more susceptible to these energies. And so with that being said, how can we teach them when they're younger to do to go about this in a safe way not like i'm gonna beat you up we kind of had that in the beginning of it you know like you're bad you know and so i'm like well no listen you know and just kind of talk to them like um we want to talk to the spirits just like you're talking to me you know you want to be respectful exactly so not provoking them and you know just letting them know hey we acknowledge that you're here and um do you have anything that you would like to communicate to us um and they and every child that's ever investigated with me, and up to up into teenagers, I mean, they you would think that they would get freaked out or even make like a game or something, but they're actually really into it. I like I love the fact that they they're even more serious about about it than some of the adults that I've had come through my tours and investigated right. with yep. me. You know, I've seen so, that too. Yep. <laughs> well, right. I mean, as, as long as as long as you, as you're going at it. Yeah. Not yeah. like a, um, not like, <laughs> not like a para TV show, <laughs> yeah. Where where everything's got to happen like right now that you know, right? Everything where they're happened. expected, right? And and yeah. as kids, you know, we know the kids get impatient, and I used to as well. When you sit at a place, you don't always get, you know, EVPs or mail meters going off or K 2s going off. Sometimes it completely is dead. Mm-hmm. You might not get anything. So it, it's <laughs> with kids, it's a little bit. I don't know. They would probably be perfect with trigger I- items, you know, like lights yes. and things like that, because they are young and uninfluenced, and the spirits are going to use their energy mm-hmm. to manipulate yeah. the items. So, yeah, I mean, that, yes. that's definitely a good thing, too. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, that's, and, you know, teaching them how to use the equipment and, 
Um, I'm not real big. Uh, you know, I told you in the beginning when I didn't have any equipment and we downloaded the voice recorder app, but I, as an investigator, not real big about, you know, these apps that they have for ghost uh, hunting or what have you. I don't like to say ghost hunting either. I'm, that just sounds weird to me. Uh, so that's why I say I'm a paranormal investigator. But, <laughs> right. I, I but think any, any seasoned paranormal investigator is going to say paranormal yeah, investigator. Not <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're not the Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but we, we found some apps, a couple of different apps that were actually created by paranormal investigators that I have a couple on my phone and they use with me. And, you know, um, and, I, and I teach them things like, like cleansing um, afterwards, you know, like he said. We're going to let them know that, you know, they're not allowed to attack to us. They're not allowed to go home with us. Okay. Um, so we do that. And then I even have sage and stuff like that. So if it's yeah. as long as it's okay with the parents, you know, we'll, we'll do a little we'll sage ourselves before we go. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's for me, like I said, to be able to teach somebody who is younger, um, proper ways, I feel like to go about investigating to where they won't be so scared. Like I teach um, even my clients through the residential cases, um, we're stronger as living people than anything that can come at us. And even if you want to take it to that worst level, the demonic, you're stronger than anything that can come at you. And you just, you have to put your intentions out there and you have to let them know that they are not allowed to hurt you and they're not allowed to attach to you and all exactly. these things. And, yep. and even just... Just that thought, like, gives them that courage to be able to to accept, you know, what's going on and not be so frightened about it, you exactly. know? Well, well but, but what about attachments, though? I mean, how do you tell a child about right. something attaching to them? I mean, if, right? if you're a child, I mean, because you're going to be – like they're not really going to be scared. But then all of a sudden you say an attachment, they're going to be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what is well, that? I, I think- you know, even Remy being the, uh, probably the youngest one, I think he realizes that means sticking along with you and going where you go. Okay. I, I and you know, he never. I, it's like he automatically knew, but he's a smart guy. He yeah. really is. He sounds like a <laughs> smart yeah, guy. yeah, and that, yeah. And that that actually makes sense. So yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, and and plus, you know, if it starts when they're younger, if we can actually get that out there and let people know. You know, um, there's safe routes to go about this. If your child's experiencing things, then one of the, the biggest things about my residential cases, um, we do we do it pro bono, pro bono. We don't charge, but I'm really big to go to first if any of the locations have children. Um, because like I said, those children can, can actually be like a beacon of light to the spirits. They can attract the spirits, you know, more. And I don't want them to think they're crazy exactly. and know that these things are happening and do you know what? You have somebody that believes you. Yes. And that is most important. I think because- it's important because, yeah, I grew yeah. up having all these experiences and seeing ghosts, and I thought I was crazy, you know? I mean, yeah. literally, I grew up in Southern Baptist Church, and, like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to go to hell. What's going on? Why am I seeing this? Why does it keep happening? I thought I was crazy. Yeah. So I had no one to go to and talk to. I was scared. So that would have been great if I could have grown up in that kind of environment so so knowing they have that safe place um and for the future generations to come knowing that you know um okay this is what's happening to me and learning to work with the equipment the scientific equipment the paranormal equipment that we have and and understanding how that works and validating what they're experiencing is mm-hmm. that's that's like the main thing because then that that like gives them that boost of confidence that they need 
to be able to overcome whatever might be coming at it at them spiritually. Right. And it's important to teach them correctly because there is a lot, yes. there's a lot of people out there that really don't know how they work. It's like, Hey, mm-hmm. just, just turn on this uh, K2 meter. And when, as soon as it lights yep. up, there's a ghost. Well, that's not exactly what <laughs> yeah. it is, but that's what a lot of people that, you know, I, I see this as a good thing and also a bad thing. Cause then you're going to have, I have a feeling you're going to start seeing like you are now. You're going to see a lot of fakes, a lot of fake evidence and, you're going to be like, well, this this kid says that there's a spirit right there, so there must be a spirit there. You know what I mean? I, I see it as a good thing and a bad thing, just like how it is now. Yeah, it's it's going to be more controversial, I think. Because I understand. I see what you're saying with that, but I, as far as like, like I said, I feel like the younger they can start, where they actually can um, understand what we're saying to them, okay, and comprehend that, and then act that out. That's the more and, – and somebody who's teaching them, like you said, the proper way to go about it. Um, I mean – and then they have that experience. They have that pre-experience before, you know, they even are adults. And, you know, like me, I didn't start doing this until like actually investigating until a couple of years ago. I mean I feel like my experience is well beyond my years. Uh, but, I mean, for them to be able to start earlier and learn that and do it the correct way – like they can, they can change that to where the stuff that we see on TV right now, you know, that's so crazy and how they go about stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe they can actually end up giving us some better evidence and, and, and who knows? I mean, in the, in the paranormal realm, I mean, we've got so much stuff and uh, evidence captured at this point that by the time they're adults, I mean, who knows, you know, where it's going to go from there. Well, yeah, because you brought up like, uh, you don't want them to think that they're they're crazy or you know because they're seeing right. something. But we're still we still have in our society we still have people that don't talk about mental illness because it's a stigmata. The same mm-hmm. the same with the religious aspects of ghosts that mm-hmm. ghosts are all demonic, and you have all these other things that play into that. So yes, I mean if they're if they're taught correctly, if they are, um, <laughs> if they're, if they're, there's so many factors. I, I mean, clearly, yeah. I think that it's great. I really do. I, I think that more people need to be more open minded. Let's put it that way. Yes, there we go. Because there's not, and a, I think it will get there. I, I do too. I mean, there, there's not really a lot of talk about kids in the paranormal. I mean, right. I think uh, Chip Coffee did something or something along those lines with psychic, psychic kids. kids yep. But there's not really a lot out there because I know I've been on message boards and it gets really ugly when somebody says about letting their child get involved with paranormal. So yeah. it, it's still, I wish it would be more open and I hope that it gets that way. <laughs> so. Well, I feel like even uh, our generation now, like, you know, my generation, I think we are, we've gotten to a point now where we're, we're all becoming more open-minded about this, like I was saying before. So with that being said, then of course the people like me, you know, like my children don't really want to investigate with me and that's fine. You know, um, they're okay with me doing what I do, but they're just not into it. But if you have these children that are experiencing things, 
And, you know, like I said, their, their parents are open-minded about that. That's easier for us to be able to work with that. Yes. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. So tell us what, um, what does Arkansas X-Files or X, X-Files, yes. What, yeah, what, yes, what does your group have going on? Like, what's the big thing that your group is going to be doing? What's like in the plans, in the works? What's big? Okay. Well, I mean, like I said, when we first started, it just kind of, I mean, it escalated from the first time I started the team. We've already done so much as far as like way beyond what I thought we would in the beginning. I mean, we've been featured in the AY magazine, one of the biggest magazines here in Arkansas. I've been on a radio interview and in my community spotlight for 30 minutes, B2 Internet Radio. Um, We we have done so many different podcasts, but... um, you know, I, like I say, every time I'm interviewed and this question comes up, my number one most important thing for my team always is our residential cases. We, we do it pro bono. Like I said, we do not charge and we primarily focus on that above. I love going to these haunted locations. Um, like I said, we've been to several here in Arkansas um, and, but, and all around the surrounding states. But, but for me to be able, because I guess this is what inspired me to be an investigator, because like I said before, those things that I experienced when I was younger, I didn't feel like I really had anybody. Uh, my grandmother did talk to me about it and we felt like it was more of like a spiritual thing. We didn't necessarily talk about it as like, you know, paranormal wise, but, um, you know, to be able to explain these things that were happening to me. And, um, so so I don't ever want anybody to ever feel afraid in their home, their business. So that's my number one. Our number one priority is to help these residential cases. Yeah, I um, like that. That's cool. I'd like to do that too. Yeah. So yeah, and I, that's what um, I spent. But, I spent the majority of my time doing residential cases and not going to big places because I want to do both. <laughs> yeah, I, I I just enjoy helping and working with clients uh residential yeah. and business and that's what i stuck that's with right. for for the longest time until i just decided i'm gonna take this turn and go into the, the podcast business but it's it's definitely to be able to help people because there's a lot of people that they don't know what they have and they're not sure what to do or who to go to so i mean we definitely need people like you out there doing residential and business cases yeah my uh my hometown is in bb arkansas i have business cards made um it's got arkansas x-files got it has all of our information our contact information um we i i set these out at different locations around bb um so you know if people if they're experiencing anything and you you can also find us on facebook okay arkansas x-files and it has all of our contact information so anybody in Arkansas, surrounding states, if you're experiencing anything um, paranormal, you, you don't, you know, you have any sighting, anything whatsoever. Like I said, it doesn't just have to be hauntings. It could be, um, you know, you maybe thought you saw a big, Bigfoot or a spaceship or whatever. And contact us and, and let us help you. And that, that's the main thing. Um, 
and whatever we can, whatever we can do in between those residential cases, what comes at us, we'll take it. We'll take that too. <laughs> now, now, how many people do you have in your, your, uh, paranormal My group? Team. Yeah. Um, so there's, um, actually five of us. Well, go ahead and um, give them all a shout out. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> we've got, we got myself, we've got Ashley, we've got Venetia, we've got Brooke and we've got Allie. Nice. Yeah. Now, so. who, who does what? Like, <laughs> do you have something assigned, or does everybody kind of delve into the uh, evidence review? Um, we, um, everybody, yeah, we. That's everybody kind of does does a little bit of everything. Okay. Like, um, uh, as far as um, Venetia, she's more of my. Um, she likes to do. She likes to go about it with her tarot cards. So she, so she does a lot of readings and stuff for us. Um, I have actually a friend. You might as well say she's part of the team. She is my psychic medium on demand, and her name is Sarah. She lives in Georgia. Oh, and nice. She will, she's yes, yeah, she's done several remote viewings for us um, for Arkansas X Files. So, um, so I, ha- I, I didn't give. I need to give her a little shout yeah, out. Give her a shout out too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we love some Sarah. So. Um, but yeah, no, everybody, you know, they do their part. Um, it's hard to get everybody together. Cause like I said, just in general, when I was first trying to join a team, you know, and finding, you know, time for everybody, you know, cause people work, they have children and to get together and stuff like that. So we, we all will get together when we can. Um, if not, sometimes, you know, it might be just a couple of us that go to a location or, uh, I never suggest going to a location by yourself. I've done that. Not good. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> do that lo- either. A haunted <laughs> location. Um, I learned my lesson. I'll just put it that way. Cause, um, but, but typically there's going to, if we're not all together, we're going to be, you know, there's going to be one or two of us, uh, three of us, you know, whoever can go, that's how we work. So. Okay. All right. So where, where can everybody, do you have a, a regular website? Uh, yes, Arkansas X-Files, um, um, yep, dot com. Okay. That's it. And then you, of course, Facebook. Do you have Instagram? Yeah, then we got Facebook. Uh, no, no, I haven't really set up an Instagram yet. Um, we've got the Arkansas X-Files at gmail.com. That's our email. Um, and of course, Facebook is where we primarily post a lot of our stuff. We have, uh, we do live investigations. We'll post those on there. Uh, there's a lot of, I have Arkansas X-Files, the page, and then I have Arkansas X-Files, the group. And I have to say that in the two years that I've created Arkansas X-Files, so we have already gotten up to uh, 1.5 thousand members in the group, which is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like. That is amazing. Years. Yeah. And not only do we have all these people in the group, but they are interactive with each other. They literally talk to each other. They communicate with each other. Sometimes I don't always get to get, you know, get time to get on there and post stuff and they'll still post things and, and interact with each other. So I love my Arkansas X-Files family. Um, they're very supportive of us. I mean, everywhere we've been, we've been, um, at my hometown, we had the BB Blackbird Festival, and we set up a tent there, and I got to meet people in my community and introduce them to my team. Like you said, uh, you know, being down here in the South, I was a little sketchy about that, but you know what? They were very responsive to that and um, and very interactive, and I really, really thought that was cool. And I brought my dolls. 
McKenzie and Landon. <laughs> I had them up there, so they were very intrigued with that as well. well that's cool. Are you from Arkansas? <laughs> I am from Arkansas. Are you? Okay. Born and raised. All right. I was yeah. just curious because a lot of people have <laughs> been moving around. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I think that you have uh, you have a lot of wonderful things coming up from what it sounds like. And, yeah. Um, I mean, just going over your Facebook thing here, you have a lot of stuff on here. Yeah, thank you. So, and I see that you do some stuff. Uh, what are you doing here? You're doing some talking. So yeah. you, you do some lives, it looks like. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you're really involved in a lot of things. How about Paracons? you do any of the Paracon stuff? Um, No, I. you know what? I haven't been to any of the – I was going to go to the Dallas Paracon last year, but that one got uh, delayed. So I was I wasn't able to go to that one. I haven't been to the Paracons, but you know what? But that's another thing I was going to say. I've met. I love being in this field because I've literally met and doing all the podcasts and and stuff of that nature. I used to have my own podcast. I've literally met people from all over the the United States and the world. Yes, in the field. Yes. And there's so many. I have so many friends that you know. Um, hey, you know, if I'm experiencing something, I don't know something, I can reach out to them. Maybe somebody in California. Okay, and exactly. one of my one of my favorites. I don't know if you know him, George Choplin. He's in uh, he's in California, and he's at, he was actually featured on Ghost Adventures on one of their episodes. Um, and he's one of my very very um, good friends in the paranormal field. And as far as like inspirational investigate, like I look up to him. You know, yeah. he's taught me a lot of really positive things in the field. So, so yeah, so um, but. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's all right because I mean I, I'm kind of like the same way. I love doing the podcast because I get to talk yeah. to people like you, and I get to uh, figure out your experiences and the places that you've been, and that's what yeah. that's what our show is about. It's just about we want to know your experiences and where you've been and and like that. So. But well, I'm glad I got to share some of those with you guys, and I, I'm sure, hopefully, you know, uh, sometime in the future we can we can get on there and we can get on here and talk again, and I can tell you guys some more fascinating things yeah, <laughs> that yeah. we've experienced. Oh so. yeah, absolutely, awesome. we're definitely going to do that. And uh, with that, we are going to let you go, and we thank you so much for for being a part of this episode. And thanks, Remy, too. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, oh, Remy, and no, we thank you. Uh, I, I had a blast, and yeah, definitely look forward. To doing it again all right well awesome. thank you so much you have a wonderful wonderful evening all right you too all right, bye-bye bye. now bye-bye all right hey everybody hey thanks for joining in with us tonight and uh listening to this episode uh i always you know thoroughly enjoy talking to paranormal investigators about their experiences and things that they have going on so um yeah hop on over uh check out tyra clark's paranormal page it's arkansas's x-files and uh yeah give her a like and a follow and stay tuned with everything that she has going on she's got she has a lot of good things coming and i can't wait to see what she has on the horizon and uh as far as Paranomaly Podcast, hey folks, hop on over to Facebook, give us a like, follow us, have a good time with us, interact with us, whatever you want to do, we're for you. 
So, and one more thing, I always have to say something about a word of caution about, you know, paranormal investigators and, you know, you wouldn't just want anybody coming off the streets into your house. So, please, ask questions. Uh, Most of the people we have on are pretty much legit, so there you have it. (laughs) All right, folks, you take care, and uh, Ronnie and I will see you on the next episode of Paranormally. Anomaly.